0: Uh, this week, we are joined on our podcast by Dr. Esti Kobus. Esti, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Dr. Kobus is one of the uh, school psychologists on our team at Yeshiva Torah, and you've been here for how many years?
1: Um, hard to say. I would say eight plus. I started here as an intern. Hmm.
0: Um, what was that like, <laughs> Doctor Gobus and I? Doctor <laughs> and I actually started Ishivar Tour together as interns. Isn't that funny? Yeah, <laughs> we're still here.
1: Yes, but we're, um, we're still here. Um, <laughs> yes,
0: here I started as an
1: intern and stayed ever since. Um, actually, when I started officially being employed here, I was only working for eight hours a week. Mm. But uh, I've moved up since then. Yes,
0: yes, and now we can't imagine a day without you. So.
1: Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you're here. So tell us a little bit about what you do. I know parents have heard like school psychologists, but I don't know what they know exactly what that means.
1: Sure. Um, so I'll start by explaining it, how I explain it to the kids in school, um, which is that my job is really to try to make school a better place for all the students here. Um, and specifically, I explain to them and I explain to you that I really try to look at a whole child and I try to help them have a good experience in all areas, social, emotional, um, academic, and behavioral. Um, And that's focusing not only on one child, but all the children. So sometimes that's working on um, the whole community, whether it's a group of friends or a class or what might be.
0: Mm -hmm. And what made you go
1: into this field? So uh, truthfully, if you would ask my parents, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life when I went to college. Um, They made a lot of fun of me and told me I had a major of the day, and they stopped listening to me when I told them I chose my major, Um, but at some point I decided I was going to go into accounting. I took classes. I went into business school. I took a year of accounting, and no offense to all the accountants out there. I hated it. Oh, boy. Um, And um, so I decided to make a change and um, I went into psychology as a major. Um, I guess then I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I knew that I enjoyed it. but then at some point during that time, which was only my last year of college, I, I went through a period where I had a little bit of a hard time. And there was something inside me that really wanted to be healthy and wholesome and well. And on my own, I sought therapy um, in the white pages, yellow pages, if anyone knows what those are anymore. Um, and I randomly picked a most amazing therapist. Um, and I really. <laughs> what a
0: story! <laughs> We I don't really recommend have. that for anyone looking for a therapist, I know. by the <laughs> way. <laughs> no,
1: that was God's hand. She happened to be amazing, and I just uh, looked her up last night. She's still practicing and has beautiful ratings, and I'm not surprised. So, um, And I really think that that life experience did mm-hmm. drive me to where I am today. Um, my experience with her, which wasn't very long, was amazing and very, very impactful. Um, and I saw what a life-changing mm-hmm. profession it is. Wow. Um, and that's really why why I chose this direction and now you help so many others I hope so
0: no you definitely that I can verify <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> definitely do um you know just thinking about feelings a little bit it, we uh, we brought in Adar this week we had Rosh Chodesh Adar and we were all singing with the kids Adar, so how do you explain that to children like that we're asking them to be happy is that something that's like an emotionally sound thing to say or do like you're supposed to be happy what does that even mean
1: so I think that's a great question. Um, I'll start by saying that um, we're not really um, asked to be happy, but rather to increase our happiness, in and odds And I think that it's an important uh, distinction to make because our feelings fluctuate. Um, so it makes sense rather than say, be happy, don't be happy, increase our happiness, decrease our happiness. Okay. Um, But in terms of how to teach it or how to imbue it, I think that there's so many pieces and I'll just touch on a few. Uh, But first and foremost, modeling is huge. Modeling as parents is huge in all areas, Um, specifically in terms of happiness is, you know, how do we walk around looking at life? Are we walking around always complaining about big things, little things, Mm -hmm. or do we have a more positive attitude? I think that's uh, definitely. Um, That restaurant was
0: terrible the service was bad you're right we say we can
1: say so many things in front of our kids my husband and I used to wake up in the morning and I told him at one point I think we sound like 70 year old (laughs) fetchers my this hurts my that hurts I'm so tired (laughs) Um, and we consciously changed that and I think that was important Um, okay it changes the way you think too the way you talk changes the way you think absolutely Um, okay at the same time Uh, I think it's very, very important to teach that all feelings are okay and Mm -hmm. normal and expected, that we are not gonna feel happy all the time, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, A story, just a little story from my personal life, Um, my cute little daughter um, will sometimes do things that are a little upsetting, as cute Mm -hmm. little daughters do. For sure. Um, And when that happens, often she'll come to me and she'll say, are you happy? Because she doesn't want me to be sad or upset at her. Um, And I don't say to her, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. It's fine. I will tell her, uh, I'm upset now. That's okay. I'll be happy again soon. Um, And I think it's an important message for her Mm. to know I can tolerate that emotion. She can tolerate that emotion. It's okay. It's not forever. Mm -hmm. Um, And with that also is we don't have to always rush to fix our children's feelings that we're not comfortable with, whether they're mm. sad or, or worried or whatever it might be, it doesn't feel good and it doesn't feel good to see it, but it's an okay thing and it's part of life. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than always trying to fix a problem or whatever right. it might be, it's more important for us to support and validate mm-hmm. our children's feelings, Right. to label their feeling, to show them that we understand their feelings, that it makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, To support their feeling, to show them that it makes sense. Whether it makes sense in our eyes or not is very different than saying, this is how you feel and that makes sense. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. When you do that, when you validate someone's feelings, Mm -hmm. it has an added bonus of deflating big Mm -hmm. feelings. Right. Uh, If someone's feeling very, very sad, you'll be a lot more effective to understand their sadness and go where they are with their sadness for a little bit rather than say cheer up don't
0: right. be sad and it's also important not to make light of things that are very important to children of so course. you know if they have some sort of toy that's very important to them that's a big thing in their life exactly that's a very like to them that's like our car or something and it's important to them and it means something to them or like a diamond ring or something that's precious to us and and if we just like well it's just a toy it broke or share that you know, type of thing without going through their lenses.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, also, be- besides the fact that that helps them through, um, it's just an important thing to understand that if we want to experience happiness, which is a strong emotion, and we have to allow ourselves and our kids to feel emotionality. The more that we mm-hmm. feel emotions, the more we experience it, meaning if we want to feel really happy, we have to allow ourselves to sometimes feel sad. And the more mm-hmm. we allow ourselves to feel those things, the more we'll feel the positive feelings, too. Right. Besides, imagine what pressure we put ourselves or our kids under if we have this expectation to, be to happy always all the time. be happy. Right.
0: And it's not attainable. So yeah. it, would just, it would just lead to frustration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another, just, I guess, a
1: specific because this is more general, but a very specific tip and a, a lesson, actually, we learned learn from Haman, okay, yeah. um, is that gratitude really leads to happiness. Just thinking about Haman's experience. Right. He had two hundred eight children, whether mm-hmm. that could be a, seen as a, a good thing or as a hard <laughs> right. thing. Of course, it was a, a bracha, right? right. two hundred eight children. He had the whole... Um, country, the whole nation bowing down to him. Second to the king. Second to the king. But what did he do? Nothing's he focused on um, the one thing that was not going well and could not get off of that. He was persevering that, that Mordecai wouldn't bow down to him, right? right? And that was everything to him. And it undid him. It undid him completely. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that we can help imbue happiness in our lives and in our lives of kids is really to have that focus on gratitude Mm. we have this tendency when bad things happen to be like oi why me (laughs) why is life so terrible i don't deserve this and when good things happen we're not like wow why me i don't deserve this why is life so amazing
0: (laughs) we feel like entitled to it almost
1: yes it's coming our way but if we would mm-hmm. take the time to notice and focus and appreciate all the amazing things in our lives we would be so happy how lucky i am how amazing that i can walk that i can see that mm. i have children that i have a job that i have a house and right. it's endless and if we would do that naturally brings us to a happier state
0: for sure and just viewing life through the lenses of you know this is going to sound heavy but you know we really we're not entitled to whatever we have. We we almost have to feel like, you know, I have to earn the gifts I have every day already, not just like accept like oh Right. This is
1: they're, my... they're not they're not automatic. Right. And they could be taken away in a second. Actually khani um, in shout kindergarten, out. she has, yes. shout out to Marahani, has a sign outside her room. Imagine, I know, I was thinking of that. Yes, imagine I'm, if we woke up tomorrow with only the things we thanked Hashem for today. Right. And that's a very big lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I do sometimes with my children, um, and I wish did it all the time, when they're going to sleep to ask them to think of three things that they want to thank Hashem for. Mm-hmm. And actually, it, it is a big lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of the tools used in therapy, mm-hmm. given as homework to people that are struggling with right. their emotions to work on gratitude lists and gratitude notebooks. It really has a positive impact.
0: And I think, it, I think as a parent, it can be challenging because you know, your child comes home from school and you want to make everything right for them. So you want to hear what didn't go right. Like. I want to fix it and help them. What was wrong with the bus? What happened? Was right. there a fight? What you know, what did we forget? What didn't go well? And you want to swoop in and fix it for them, which is, you know, like right. you said, not always a good thing. But right. instead of, you know, what what was something that was great today? What was something that was fun today? Right. What was something right. new you learned today? I think channeling the questions we ask our children to channel the conversations, I think, you know, go a very long way. Yeah.
1: And I feel like I'm saying two different things in the same, you know, to the same question it is a little bit. Allow focus on the negative and also focus on the positive, mm-hmm. but really it's both and it's that balance. Right. So it's uh I'll tell some parents to do a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Start off asking your kid with something positive, then give them time to air their negative, and then end up with something positive. Mm-hmm. So that they they don't end up focusing their day. Right. Um, their whole day on one negative thing.
0: Mhm. Yeah, because that's not going to serve them well. Um, in the future, if right. one bad thing happens, it's going to throw off their whole day. Yeah. Or- yeah. You know, one thing happens in a relationship that isn't happy for them it throws off the whole thing so 100 percent right. um what's some recent work that that you've done at hartora with our students um so i think it's a little bit easier if i speak
1: as our team and not just focusing on me right now we are three psychologists and five interns
0: mm-hmm.
1: um wow. yes team. it's a quite quite a team so what's
0: the team working on
1: um so we work on all sorts of things um we work on social skills groups for kids either that uh, need a boost in their skills or having some difficulty or maybe just because they're happy, having trouble navigating
0: mm-hmm.
1: normal social development. Um, so we'll, we'll zone in on certain kids. Sometimes we'll do something called a lunch bunch and we'll rotate through a grade just to try to help everyone um, navigate what, what the current social climate is. Um, We work on things like organizational skills. Um, We will go into grades proactively, um, younger grades focusing on feelings or basic social skills, a little bit older working on empathy and things Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, We will work one-on-one for short or long term, depending on what's going on, um, to address a specific social, emotional, or behavioral difficulty or a difficult life event. Mm I would say personally, a bulk of what I do is working behind the scenes
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, with the teachers right. and with parents to try to help create the right environments to help bring out the best in the kids.
0: Mm-hmm. And certainly we see that, you know, the educators in the building, we see, we see your work.
1: I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay, just to turn to a big struggle parents have today, technology. Uh, managing that parenting with that yes any 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 advice i know we can't tackle it it's a whole topic <laughs> itself but if you have any any quick pointers that could help here
1: yeah i'll say huge <laughs> oi yeah i think tough. it's a, such a struggle that so many families myself included really we struggle with it it's it's a very hard thing um i'd say both from what i've learned um professionally and personally I think it's very important to think about the habits you're creating when your children are young. Mm -hmm. Um, I always thought about how there's wonderful, so many wonderful, cute little shows to show little young people, Mm -hmm. Um, but if I got my children in the habit of watching all these cute shows when they were young, they're not going to be satisfied with those when they get older. Mm -hmm. Um, So even when there was lots of appropriate stuff out there, I really felt like it was important to have the limits no Mm -hmm. matter what. I'm just going to touch on a couple of various points sure. here. Yeah, um, I think we have to think about how we're role models and that's mm. a huge, huge thing. And if you eat the same way that if you want to be a good parent, the suggestion is start working on yourself before you have kids. I would say if you want your kids to do well with technology start working on yourself now don't wait um, but in terms of when we use it how we use it how often we use it how much we're paying attention
0: to other people and it's hard because our work is on it and our calendars on it and our directions are on it when we're going to drive somewhere it's and like...
1: everything feels important right and everything feels like we have to just get to it and it's just going to take a minute and all those small things but these things add up right um, it's true a lot of a lot of children, um, when polled, will complain that they feel like they don't have enough of their parents' attention, and they're competing with technology. Wow. And if if children are feeling like that, then what are we modeling to them? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's that's, that's our the, task, and I think it's a big one. Well,
0: we will we will take the challenge on. Yes. I think I think that's a very good <laughs> yeah. um, goal for our parent yeah. body.
1: Um, and Then in terms of some other small points that I think are very important and things that I hear a lot, um, sometimes an excuse that a child, and I'm sure many of your children out there will say, is that um, there's nothing else to do. I have mm. nothing to do. I think that's an answer we can't accept. Right. I tell my children boredom is okay. Yes. <laughs> um, we have to believe that it's okay we have to tolerate them being bored right. and they and we want them to tolerate being bored too. Right. Uh, I think that's a real big one. Um and then just a last point is I think we will have a lot more success and be more effective focusing on what we want rather than what we don't want. Mm. What is it that we want our kids to be doing as opposed to not wanting like them suggestions. to? Suggestions. Exactly like be active, be involved. Right. Have a hobby, interact with the family. Right. Things like that is a lot it's a lot easier for a kid it's a lot easier for a kid to know what they should be doing than what they shouldn't be doing.
0: I think um, you know, the boredom point is important. I remember, you know, one time we got into the packed into the car for something and one of my kids was like, Oh my whatever device wasn't working I said, Well you know what I used to do when we would drive places? I used to look out the window. Right. <laughs> and just look out the window right and that's it and think look at the building look, look at, at the, the mountains build. right yes. and and you and we do we also you're right as adults we miss moments and we miss um, opportunities opportunities and even if even if it's like that one minute thing you know that's a moment that your kid is there with you and it's one it's lost... more opportunity to get closer right yes that's a great way to, to see it well, Dr. Kobus, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure. And um, I hope you'll join us back on the podcast when we have more psychological questions. <laughs> Sometimes parents uh, email me questions. Um, we can go to you. And, and we very much appreciate the work you do here to help us all be emotionally and socially healthy and happy. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Wishing everybody a Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat shalom. and a, And an Adar full of reasonable <laughs> expectations to become happier. Yeah, every day. Thank you.